it's like my whole motivation would have been like, I'm not dying. I have a podcast to record. Get out of my way, loser. <laughs> I have a stream schedule to keep. Which is native to South America, Zimbabwe. Okay. Just hello. I don't have an informal hello. But, um. Yep. <laughs> I realize we've been doing this kind of hello for a long time. And I don't know that we've mentioned that we started doing this because we started seeing a lot of global listeners. <laughs> and at first, we were doing the thank you for country for listening to us now and instead we're just doing the whole every country that we can at least for whatever you can find on your site yeah we're we're getting close to the end <laughs> like <laughs> i i wonder i can't remember i know we i i think we counted it a little while ago but it's just like oh that's not a lot i thought there was more let's see one two three four five six seven eight nine there's 10 left we're finishing this list this year this list has um, been going on for over a year it has been did you ever find a south american list because you said south america wasn't on that list oh no i haven't interesting but i i think uh a lot of south americans probably speak a dialect of portuguese or spanish that's fair and but so it would be interesting. They don't. See. They don't repeat languages on this list. Oh, they just kind of skip through. Okay, that makes so. sense. Um. So yeah, uh, I don't know. Do we have any announcements this week? I did a quick uh, look at Apple Podcasts. I didn't see any new reviews there. No or ratings. And, but the thing is, hey guys, spoiler. Just like how we planned the farthest we've ever have <laughs> in pointless discourse history. We are also the farthest, farthest, we have more episodes stocked up than we ever have. This is very true. So I get, okay, I should change out the announcements thing a bit because we would love to give you a shout out, but we may not. It will probably come in a, it will probably come a few weeks later. So if you send us something and we haven't said anything in a month, um, message at Hotpocalypse and, and, um, our the pointless discourse twitter will let me know that you messaged her <laughs> yes you're not allowed to have your tweet shared on the pointless discourse uh twitter That's which because... is by the way twitless twit twitless slash pointless disco what, what did you call me <laughs> <laughs> tweedledee and tweedledum but yeah so this will be interesting because this is our beginning of our kind of our long haul plan for everything if you didn't catch it from the title of this episode we're starting our big old movie reviews. Big big moves. Big moves. We have movies planned to watch all, at least in this particular series, all the way until the end of October. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then Hop realized how much more was involved with that <laughs> today. Sorry. Well, I thought we were breaking it up into kind of smaller chunks because of the different series that we're watching. But in reality, D-Pain brought a good point where... Uh, 
you guys can try guessing what we're doing, but within the series, it's all kind of in the same universe. So you can probably guess what we're watching next. <laughs> yeah. It's the Super Smash Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. And if we had any kind of sponsors, we would do a giveaway to see if the first person you can guess what we're watching next. But we don't. So if you message us and want to take a guess at what we're watching after the series of movies, um, we can give you a virtual high five. Yeah, I was going to be like, hey, you know what? We we do have a giveaway. It's, uh, hey, you get next week's episode, Monday. <laughs> Unless, no, I, I don't think I've forgotten. Whoa, this cake looks like it's laminated. Okay, off Twitter. um but yeah it's uh we are starting the predator we're doing predator and just doing the rest of the movies that are our our big alien buddy um oh there goes oh i guess that i the predator is an alien oh he is yeah it's in the beginning (laughs) and just just poops out a little ship and you just like hello um but uh yeah and i'm thinking about it isn't the predator scene in the star wars movie i i'm not the person to ask about that uh pretty sure if i i feel like at one point someone's gonna be like you know what you guys should watch you should should watch star wars and i'm gonna be like no (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to watch star wars (laughs) you'll be the one that says no thanks uh, it doesn't have to be me. You can be the bad guy. I, I normally am. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the scheduling guy. I'm the uh, overthinking everything guy. Yeah. 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 We got. We got to. We got to jive. Just how we're hated by all other generations, <laughs> we will still strive. Yay! Being a millennial, it's fun. They said. Be Was born, Obama they said. a millennial or is he Gen X? Obama? No, yeah. No, he's um he's older than I think you think he is. He was yeah, born well, in well, Like he was the youngest president. Like uh, uh, he was born in 1961, so he's 60. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's not. Um, I don't think millennials can even be president. Don't you have to be 40? No, 35. Oh, is it 35 is the minimum? Yeah. And they just refuse to put anyone in younger than uh 55. Well, they they got to protect whatever's, <laughs> whatever old people like. Yeah, it's uh, a <laughs> the ta- tapioca pudding, <laughs> the rice pudding. Yeah. Um, okay, before my brain can you imagine spirals. if I was president? <laughs> Listen here, Listen here. Uh, <laughs> you would make everybody watch movies. That would be your uh, first thing. Yeah, you're not allowed it's... to talk to me until I know your opinion of this piece of media, and if I do not agree with your opinion, you're not allowed in my you're cabinet. Executed. Oh uh, yes, not in my cabinet. <laughs> Everyone was worried about other people, and then they let someone in with the name Pain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So yes. Yeah, so this is us. Uh, we're not necessarily going to go into really big review. I guess I did say review of the movie, but this is going to be more of an it's, overview and a discussion of our thoughts of watching movies mm-hmm. and at the very end is when we'll kind of go through our big old list and try to sort them out and see which movie is the movie in this universe that rules them all i think yes. everyone knows the answer to the number one but we'll see how the rest go well yeah all right so i guess just a little bit of background we'll probably say this for kind of because there's a few different chunks in this series that we're watching um and we'll probably just kind of re kind of restated just uh 
we're watching all these movies and then on i think october 31st halloween is on a monday yeah and so halloween episode is going to be um a ranking list of all these movies to where hot was like that's a lot of movies and i was like ah we got this which is 90 percent of our conversations when it comes to planning stuff is like that's a lot yeah we got it and then and then uh i'll then sometimes then there's a part where it sort of switches where i'm like that is a lot and then hot will be like no, no, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll see how it goes. But yes, uh, in total, I believe it is, if I counted everything correctly. 30 movies. No. Uh, 13. <laughs> you got the first part right, not the last yes. part of the word. Um, so yes, if, yeah. Yeah. So then there's uh, the Predator movies that we're starting off with, and then what the Predator kind of goes into, and then there's also some prequels, and then there's the original, and then there's sequels. Yeah. Yep. So. so where do we want to start with this big old hunk of movie? Do we... uh, well, I do have a fun announcement. I have two oh. short, short announcements. Uh, one, this was on sale a couple weeks ago, and then I finally drank it. The I, I'm just supporting. Um... It's me. Except it's not me. I'm not <laughs> getting any royalties. I'm supporting. I just realized... It's hop tea for anyone that doesn't have the yes. visual aid of YouTube or Spotify are the two places you can watch mm-hmm. us if you'd like to know what we look like. Because I haven't really been on the internet as much as I used to be. Yeah, this one's oh, called at this the point, Green Tea One. Is it good? Yeah, it's it's okay. It it's um, it's a uh, it's kind of like sparkling tea. That yeah, that is what it's labeled as. Um, yeah. sparkling. I don't. I I did really like sparkling stuff for a while, and now I'm kind of just degraded back into uh, go to Wawa and get the largest size of spray I can get. <laughs> yeah, at the I think it's yerba mate. I think that's what they're called. I like the, yerba mate. The, they're they're pretty good. I I just got two of them because they were on sale, and then I drank them because uh like a like a good deep pain. I slept like garbage this week. And yeah, so the caffeine in yerba mate it sneaks up on you. Yeah, well, it, that was not the reason I slept like garbage, but <laughs> it was. Uh, but I had one. I think I, I was just like I was just thirsty, and I was like I want something besides water right now. And then I I had them, and so I drank one last night, and I don't know, like the caffeine, it's like it's not like artificially or injected caffeine. It's like whatever they put in there is like a natural caffeine, like kind of how mm-hmm. teas. And I'm like, I don't feel like hot garbage drinking this. And there really isn't like added sugars and it, it has a nice taste. This is super dangerous. But yeah. it, I cut you off. Uh, no, I was going to say, because I used to drink those when I worked in an office. So, you know, naturally less sleep because I also had to be like, oh, I want to be home and do stuff. And then I want to stay up late to have fun. And then I want to get up early so I can get to work so I can get home. You know, the vicious cycle. But I used to drink a lot of yerba mate and it definitely like that caffeine hits me more than if i just make myself a cup of black tea in the morning Mm -hmm. which is kind of like i'll do that occasionally now but i've also devolved into because it's summer i get um the tea concentrate no i get tea concentrates from the grocery store to save a little bit of money so then i have that and then i have oat milk and then i put that over ice and i'll kind of just drink that through the morning slowly 
Well, I, I know, guess that has yeah. a lot of sugar in it too. So I mm-hmm. can make my own concentrates from home. I technically have this stuff to make my own chai because I do have like the cardamom, the cinnamon, and I think it's star anise. Yeah. You also compared to like you work at it where you could just set it up while you like kind of do your login things and go and get it while it warms up. It's just like me. Yeah. For me, I like have to actually wake up. In the house, I used to have a uh, on-the-go tea thermos where it had the tea uh, strainer built into the thermos, and I would just have to boil the hot water in. And then by the time I got into work, I just threw out the loose tea leaves, and then I had like a twelve, fourteen ounce thing of tea mm-hmm. to sip on for my day. But then it was too hot because of the thermos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, one of the things now that I kind of regret because I'm like, you know what, they probably would have had this on sale for Prime Day is. I wanted to get like either a mug or something that way that was like 16 ounces or something where it's like okay this is what this tea bag is set so that way i can get rid of some of these tea bags because mm-hmm. like i'm realizing it's more of a mental thing but in my head i'm like okay this is made for 16 ounces i don't have anything that i can easily measure 16 ounces and so i'm diluting the water like the taste and so like in my brain it's just like it stops me from making it gotcha. <laughs> Um, but the other fun story um, was uh, I got abandoned yesterday. Oh. Yeah. So I went to work, as I don't want to do, and uh, I showed up, did the normal things, and there was a guy. There's there's a handful of guys that are there, um, and one guy he left early, which was like mm-hmm. he lives in he lives in Jersey, like in Long Beach, and makes the commute from long beach to to here so to avoid traffic he was just like let me sneak out during the middle of the day kind of thing i was even before the middle of the day i don't even know why he came in (laughs) but but like yeah so he he left and like it was one of those things like he left so early i don't even know if he actually ever came into work uh the owner that that's there's two owners like i work for my dad and uncle so my dad he he was out all week which I didn't even know that was happening, which was fun, <laughs> uh, but normal. <laughs> and so he was gone. Uh, and then there was this other guy who was just like, he never leaves early. And then he left at lunch. I'm just like, okay. And so like, I'm standing there. And so there's only like three of us left in the shop. And uh, the one one guy comes up to me and he's like, dude, I got to leave at 2.30. I'm like, okay, cool. And he's like, have fun. And then he comes up to me and is like, hey, the other guy's also leaving at 2.30. Are you staying? And I'm like... Oh, you got stuck. Um, I guess. I Like, I'm planning on it. Like, what am I going to do at home? Just sit there more? <laughs> and so, <laughs> so I ended up staying, and I had the whole last hour to myself at work. Uh, like, I went over there, and, like, they, they locked the door... So all I had to do was like kind of close everything, and then I I got the code because I had to go turn in stuff at the other. Sh- we have two shops, and so mm-hmm. I had to go turn stuff in. And I was like, talk to the foreman. I was like, hey, everyone's leaving but me. Do you want to just give me the key code so I can just lock the building, uh, so that way you don't have to come over here? Because for some reason our time clock is like ten minutes slower than the one at the other shop. Weird. Yeah. Um. And so he's like, oh, that'd be great. So he gave me that and. Set it all up, bada bing, bada boom, and so I'm just sitting there, and I realize, like, I'm just by myself listening to The Dragon Republic, the second book of the Poppy War, just, like, mm-hmm. just chilling, and I'm like, 
I realized I'm like borderline smiling. I'm like, wow, everyone is gone and I am so happy. <laughs> <laughs> it is literally my chance to just do whatever I need to do. Yeah. And then I found out they like turned off the air compressor, which I needed for work. And I was oh. like, which I was like, but then I only had like 20 minutes left of work. So I'm just like, okay. And then what was really weird, like I'm just sitting there because I have my Bluetooth headphones in. Just like, yeah. And then all of a sudden I'm like, did I just hear a machine turn on? <laughs> and I'm like, no one should be here. And I'm like, and then I <laughs> pause the book. And I'm like, there is definitely somebody else in this shop. Who the heck is here? <laughs> and it turns out it was my uncle. And <laughs> just cleaning oh. stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's nice. And so. That sounded like the beginning of a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody just so happened to leave early that day. You were all alone in the shop. And then suddenly you start hearing noises through your headphones. And you're just like, mm-hmm. no, what? <laughs> Except here's the, I could already see if I was in a horror movie, this is what would happen. It's just like how people are like, oh no, I got to escape. I got to like save my kid, do this for my family. You're just like, no, I'm not going to die here. It's like my whole motivation would have been like, I'm not dying. I have a podcast to record. Get out of my way, loser. <laughs> <laughs> I have a stream schedule to keep. I want, where's that protagonist where they're just like, Hey guy, I got stuff I need to do. Get out of my way. That sounds. That'd be a fun movie. That would be entertaining. I oh man, I forgot the guy, the director that made the guest and your your next. I think that's what it is. It's like they are horror movies, sort of, but they're kind of like parodies after kind of tropes and other things. Like the guest is like, what if? captain america was a psychopath killer okay and like and your next is i'm, I'm pretty sure it's a movie it's like what if the people that were like trying to hunt down uh like the the movies where it's just like the kind of like how the uninvited where it's just like psycho killer people come in and start hunting people inside the room it's okay. like what if the person they're doing that is actually, like, one of the people is the most prepared, like, MacGyver-esque person? And it's, like, they're two really good movies. Like, they're... Oh, I is ha- the one the one with the blind guy? No, 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 oh, not, okay. not that one. You're... I'm not sure if I'm saying the right movie. Hold on. Because when you said, like, the guy's, like, ultra-prepared, that, that kind no, of No, no, it's, um... Yeah, no, that I don't. I saw bits of that movie, and I'm like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> um, your next is uh pretty much like the there's this huge family get together, and all of a sudden these people in animal masks starts killing everybody. Oh, I think I've seen screenshots. Yeah, I, of I that. have the, I have the idea. I can look it up real quick. Oh, I have it right here, so I can just send it to you. From 2011. Yeah, 2011 had some really good movies that a lot of people. Why didn't I not add this to our big movie list? And why did I put the cell? Because you wanted to watch Jennifer why? Lopez in a Twizzler suit. It's fine. Besides that it. point, why did I skip this? This would have you been... Could... Oh, man. You just wanted to hear Vince Vaughn be a tough cop. It's fine. <laughs> Actually, all I remembered was all the dream sequences, except for the one The cool where set he... pieces and not the parts where you're like, this isn't how psychology works. Yeah. Uh, Adam Wingard, though. I think, if I remember correctly, he made some really decent movies yeah the guest he did the guest which is pretty oh he did godzilla versus kong 
Oh, and he did some of VHS. I didn't know that. But anyway, uh, I I want to pause before I say I liked all his stuff because I only remember two: the guest and uh, you're next. And those are uh, those uh, those ones I with. Oh my goodness! He directed Death Note movie. <laughs> Watch the guest and and you're next. Those <laughs> ones are good. The good guest. Pause. Good reason to say, before I say I like all his work, let me make sure I don't regret what I'm about to say. Yeah. And so, well, like, as I was about to say that, he also has a movie called Autoerotic, which I have no clue what that movie is. Sounds like uh, what I was making fun of that ghost for in Phasmophobia when it killed me. (laughs) Oh, I, I clicked it to find out what it was, and I wasn't expecting that movie poster. So let's just go back. Go go back. Thank you. Um... So, uh, but yeah. yeah. I was going to say, I just checked the time of how much we've been talking. So before we lose track of all time, you ready to talk about Predator? I wish I had a Predator dice, but I don't. What would it even, would it just be invisible? Would it it have heat vision? Would it have mandibles? Or just had green for his blood. (laughs) I looked up some fun facts. So depending how much time oh, we have. There, there are some real fun tri- yeah. trivia. Oh, I clicked the Arnold link. I don't want the Arnold link. I want the trivia. Thank you. <laughs> like you also went to trivia. Uh, yeah, because I was reading this like as I was watching it. And I was like, uh, right after I was like, there's some really neat things. Like how they got the invisibility. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, that was pretty neat. It's a neat trick. Uh, so yeah, so we're rolling dice. Are we rolling dice to see who does the synopsis of the movie? Yeah. Okay. And watch, this is the, all the ones that I'm going to lose where I'm like, I actually feel comfortable talking about this. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to roll the sky die because there's sky in this movie. There is a lot of sky. Oh, okay, never mind. I got. A, I rolled a 14. I rolled a 19. Yeah. I'm sure as soon as you heard me go, oop, you figured yeah. that I was going to go first. All right. So the synopsis of this movie, there's not a lot to talk about. It's just a movie with an alien. Uh, no. So you open up in the movie. And you kind of are very crudely introduced to people, very roughly. You kind of only get the names of people, from what I could tell, through dialogue and through the stuff at the very end. So it was very hard for me to keep track of who anybody was. And I also, in my mind, was like, do I have to keep track of anybody? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so you open up a Dutch, played by Arnold. And he arrives to the scene, and he's getting lectured about how people have gone... um, or he needs it's a rescue mission and then he runs into an old colleague who goes by dylan oh yes and then they do the arm wrestling match to show off how big their muscles are because carl weathers and arnold schwarzenegger were like we're big boys we need to show it off and i was like okay and then for for quick side note for anyone that doesn't know what we're talking about if you've seen the meme of uh the white arm with the red shirt and the the black arm with the blue shirt just holding hands muscles rippling yeah, a lot it's, of the meme is, is a lot of the meme is the whole like my playlist coming together or like two things that are like opposite and like coming together yes uh, but yeah so they kind of like just have a in-air arm wrestling match to prove who's the man when you're man because arnold is like you're wearing a tie and you're a pencil pusher and the guy's like you turned down a job in libya and Dutch is like, yeah, because I'm not an assassin. I rescue people. Little does he know. Uh, so- <laughs> <laughs> okay. First thing, I didn't hear a lot of that because, at least for me, on the Hulu, sound design it's was sound- bad. Yeah, sound balance was terrible. 
I had to turn it up quite a bit, and I also was just like, like Mac. I couldn't hear half of what Mac was saying throughout the movie. I don't remember which one Mac is. Uh, Mac is the guy that kept shaving his face whenever uh, he got anxiety. Yes, yeah. Who kind of like just kind of turns anyway. So yes, so then you kind of end up on this plane to the location that they said that they're going because it's apparently guerrilla warfare in the Mexican jungle. Uh, you get introduced the good old misogynistic, racist, and homophobic cast from the eighties. Some things don't fly no more, and that was a bunch of them. Um, if you ever want to hear a guy make really weird jokes about the size of his uh, wife or girlfriends, I think uh, it's girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, girlfriend stuff. And uh, yeah, he makes like two weird jokes about it, and he really wanted them to land. And I was like, I don't know who this is for. I think the first joke was like, it's as big as a house, cause get it, it is very large. And everyone's like, shut up. And yeah. then later on, he has a joke that's like, it More- echoes. Or no, I said hello to it twice. And she's like, why'd you say it twice? He's like, no, it echoes because it's very big. Yeah. And then <laughs> it was the most, it was like. The most forced ah, after. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. So what I will say overall of my opinion, the dialogue is the clunkiest dialogue that exists only to kind of get you to where they need to go as soon as possible. It was to let you know who everyone is and then quickly leave. <laughs> yes. Uh, the only redeeming factor of any of the dialogue are the one-liners that happen once they actually encounter everything. But yeah, so the movie starts out. Uh, the group goes what they think is a rescue mission uh, and they go and they kind of set up this whole ambush of trying to take down this uh, gorilla camp all the while they are also being hunted as they are hunting uh, those scenes are cool uh, I do have some trivia about the heat scenes but um, anyway so yes mm-hmm. so uh, there's some really cool angle work I think to really juxtapose and kind of give it like, it's not a horror movie, but almost gives it the, like, thriller-ish vibe because you don't yes. know who's hunting who and why and when. Which, for me, I was like, oh, there's an air of mystery to this movie. How do you do this for any other Predator movie if everybody knows what the Predator is so that the first time... Like, I imagine the first time you watch this and you've never heard of the concept of the Predator, like, when this is in theaters, it's like, it would be scary and you wouldn't know what to expect. But then you go into another Predator movie, you're like, all right, there's the Invisible Man running around hunting people with heat vision. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So then it goes in. They go through the camp. They find out Dylan lied to them and sent them on an assassination plot and that he wanted to take the girl. I forget why. I forget why she, he wanted She the had girl. apparently. Knowledge. Yeah. Uh, and I, I was got like, my <laughs> own issues with that. It was yeah. like one of those things in the beginning was like, there's got to be the oh there it's she is. the 80s there's got to be a girl in a white tank top without a bra on but yeah so then they go but i like how uh dutch comes in he's like we have a hostage to take i was like oh so every guy in the place you had to kill but you're like pretty lady we take her she's ours now no what i like is the fact they're blowing literally everyone up and then he just and then ha backhand it's like <laughs> oh of course the one person that is a woman in a eight thousand mile radius of this forest sneaks up Still and he's gets. like he's like i cannot fire gun i must use hand-to-hand combat we'll save you cause... yeah there were plenty of explosions there was so much gunfire there was so much noise there was so much destruction in this poor jungle that was shot on location no wonder they got hunted 
<laughs> the Predator is just an eco-terrorist for justice against the CIA. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so then there's like a whole CIA subplot that's like, doesn't matter. Sure. Yeah, it's there for the sake of getting them to the location because you also find out that Dylan brought them there because like his buddies that were Green Berets were the ones that died on the plane that they saw in the beginning and he needed to know what happened to them. And Dutch was like, just go back to Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> That's another trivia point. Um, uh, what else? So then they go through and then the hunt begins. They all die off one by one. Um, Dylan gets mad because he's like, what was it? And the lady keeps saying, the jungle's coming to life. And he's like, she's stupid. She doesn't know what she's talking about. Tell me what's happening. And I was like, everybody's mad. I get it. And then one by one, they die. Explosions happen. Uh, the one thing I did appreciate is it felt like the audience as a viewer got to learn with the characters what works and doesn't work mm -hmm. against this creature. It, it was... didn't feel forced them learning. No, yeah. It didn't feel like there was a scientist that was like, well, you see. Yes. It was very much a lot of accidental things happening that worked out in their favor. And on both sides that were both learning how to hunt each other, it was them trying to figure out how to use the environment to their advantage, which was really mm -hmm. fun. I also like how, like, compared to other, like, alien monster-esque movies that we watched, mm -hmm. the Predator has intelligence. But that we can get into that a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so there's the back and forth of who's going to win. It ends up uh, down to Dutch and the Predator. And then lots of things. Oh, and the girl, of course, because the girl has to live at the end of the movie. Well, she got away. Uh, yeah, the girl has to live at the end of the movie. Uh, and then, yeah, so then, then they have the 1v1. And then a bunch of crazy stuff happens. And the end of the movie is very much the whole like, well, I guess it's over. But it's never over, is it? But yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anything else that I kind of missed on the... Um, nah, I think that covers the, like, the majority of it. Like, I would agree that... Um, that... Uh, this one... It... It doesn't feel, I guess, like a traditional horror movie. And it feels it's more not, of a thriller. Yeah, I wouldn't say... It, yeah, it leans more into the thriller because it's the whole concept of you know something's happening, but you don't know what's happening mm -hmm. exactly. Whereas I feel like uh, typical horror movies tend to do that slow build into things getting scarier. But this one, it's not scarier. It's just finding out what the threat is over what, time. Yeah. The one thing I, I felt like watching this movie that I thought was really interesting is how they're in the rainforest and how a giant open area felt so enclosed. Like while watching I mean, it. with all, like, I mean, yeah, with all the trees and everything, it realistically well, like, is. Yeah, but like it felt like. Even though they could oh they run. were running forever they were, it wasn't like yeah but it's like yeah they were running forever but it's just like it felt that no matter where they tried to run or anything it didn't matter like where it feels like some other horror movies are like okay if I can just get off this ship like a spaceship or out of this building I can get somewhere safe or out of this town I can get safe where it's like you're in a fort like this rainforest and it's like. You can and run. And they're still somehow still cornered. Yeah. yeah. Um, which was, I thought, like, there's certain scenes that I thought, like, built, like, I think the tenseness, like, like, like even if it didn't fully hit, like, at least watching, I was like, okay, this feels like it's building, like, a, 
giving the theme of uh like just making the characters feel the tenseness as they're going in. I can't think of a better yeah, word. Yeah, I think there was a lot of really cool, subtle um, moments because even though, like I said, the dialogue is awful. Like, mm-hmm. other than one-liners, don't listen to anything that's being said because it doesn't matter. It doesn't come back at all. Like, it doesn't even... A lot of the hints and everything is really in the environment itself and what you can see. Mm-hmm. So, And then the other oh, thing sorry, I was going to say go is even though they the dialogue was really bad, I thought they were all good, pretty, like, physical actors because like mm-hmm. their facial expressions conveyed a lot of tension uh the mac guy like i said he shaves throughout a lot of the movie and then like he doesn't really snap until you see him snap his razor yeah. i was like they they can still act they i don't know if the dialogue is written badly if the director had just bad delivery like direction or if it's just action movies and that's just how action movies generally were of the time mm-hmm. but the actual like when you're watching them and their facial expressions, when they're like, the things in front of me, you're like, oh, he's, oh, he's going to die. This is a scene he dies. <laughs> yep. Um, uh, before we get too far mm-hmm. into it, though, I know, I don't know if it's just because, like, I like to pay attention to these kinds of things, but all the equipment in the very beginning of the movie made me curious of what the budget of it was. Because, you know, they had a lot of helicopters. They had a lot of trucks. They were all went on location. All in the beginning. <laughs> all in the like first five minutes and then uh, on top of that all the explosions the mm-hmm. ammos the props uh can you guess what the budget for predator was oh no i'm terrible at these shoot oh, i don't even know a good ballpark because like i got my brain when i think budget i think up like millions of dollars because of like uh all the marvel stuff but if it's the 80s uh, I don't think it, it doesn't feel like a $500,000 movie. Is that even close? It's not close at all. Like it's too high? Too low. Is it like a $2 million movie? Up. Uh, just tell me. I, I don't $18 I don't know. million. Dollars oh my goodness. In the 80s. Guess how much it, uh, oh, and I found a list of like how they grossed because I was also curious about how much money it made. So they spent mm-hmm. 180 million and they were able to earn all that back and earn almost 60 million dollars on top of that. Well, it's a good investment then. Yeah, it was a good investment, but like with all that equipment and stuff, I was like this has got to be expensive. And yeah. like, yeah, 18 million dollars. Yeah, as I'm like sitting there thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense because like they're in the jungle on set, on location, all the travel, all the hotel stays, the all- equipment, the Bringing in the house plants. <laughs> uh, the, one of the trivia facts was apparently they had to take v- various breaks while recording. I don't know mm-hmm. if you found these. One was so Arnold could go get married, so they took like a three-day break. Oh, I didn't break. see that one. Yeah. And then the other one was uh, everyone hated what the <laughs> original Predator looked like. Yeah. Well, like, uh, originally the original Predator was supposed to be Van Damme. Well, yeah, I saw that as an actor, but did you see the one about what the suit was, it, like the see- design for the suit no, was going to be? Like, uh, I saw a little bit in the Van Damme thing that it was supposed to be more an agile ninja-like hunter, but then they're like, this doesn't make sense. Also, Van Damme's like, I don't want to do this. The suit's too hot. Yeah, uh, but uh, I, I didn't see what the original or heard what the original it suit It said was. that uh, Arnold saw the suit and said to him it looked like a lizard suit with a head of a duck. 
So then they reached out to Stan Winston, who ha- is very famous for, he worked on the Terminator series. He did Jurassic Park. He did a- the Alien movies. He did the thing. So he had like a lot of monster movie makeup. And they were like, can you make this work? And then like, he transformed it into what it is now. But then the suit got really heavy, like even heavier. <laughs> yeah. So I figure one thing that might be good, because I feel like there's like, this movie is like three chunks. And like maybe we can talk about the three chunks like real quick yeah. of what we think. Like the first much, arc, it shouldn't, it doesn't need to exist. <laughs> yeah, well, like I was thinking, like the first chunk could be like arrival to um, blowing up the gorilla base. Mm-hmm. The second chunk could be the picking them off. Yeah, picking them off, and then the last chunk could be the one v one. Yeah, Arnold and. I almost said Demogorgon. <laughs> <laughs> I do think each of those is, oddly enough, maybe about a third of the movie. I, th- I think so. In length. Yeah. Because I want to say I paused at one point, and when it started to look like it was the 1v1, it might have been like 40 minutes left. So yeah. I think it's well, there's almost like a third. Yeah, because there. Well, and then there's all the credits as well. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But it, it's still longer. Um, So let's see. So I think I kind of talked about the beginning arc in my opinion yeah. on it in that I don't really like it's it served its purpose to get them in the location. But mm-hmm. otherwise, like, I feel like they could have also have just dropped them in the jungle and said, this is what we did to get here. And I think it would have still had the same effect for mm-hmm. me. Like there was a few things that I did like about it. Like I didn't like them talking in the helicopter, but the, it was. So bad. <laughs> but it's like it's one of those things where I'm like watching it. I was like they're keeping so much information away from Dutch and his crew. Because mm-hmm. he's like, what about this? And uh, uh, Dylan is just like, oh, no, don't worry. Uh, there's no backup. You're it. And he's like, what? Like, what are you talking about? While yeah, it's like anytime he asks questions, they go, uh, I'm in command. You're just hired help. Yeah, and it's like, which kind of comes up later. But, yeah. it's, uh, but he's just like, I think he's realizing it's like, which something's fishy yeah which it kind of calls on the question like is he mercenary or is he just kind of like actually called in it's like it that in itself doesn't seem very because it seems like his group is like the the elite force that they call it like kind of a black op group which kind of as we we see throughout like they are highly like a highly trained even though they're blowing everything up they had, uh, I think one of the trivia facts I also saw is that I think Arnold or somebody else on the team specifically requested they actually do training things so that it looks real. And I do mm-hmm. have to give them credit compared to other movies where they're like, we are trained professionals and they're just running around and like mm-hmm. they look awkward. They did have formations. They did actually look coordinated and like they were, they had a lot of the signaling and stuff that made me think, oh, these guys have been working together for a yeah. really long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I thought was very interesting, it's like there's a shift in tone, like from the helicopter to the jungle, like where they mm-hmm. as like as soon as they there's like everyone's like, yeah, yeah, cool. Like uh, I'm like and as I'm sitting here, it's like, I don't want to be in this helicopter anymore. And then as soon as they turn off the, the radio and it's ready to go down, there's like a whole tone shift. And then as they're in the forest, it went from like rock on the radio to like a very quiet, subtle, like music like mm-hmm. m- like music theme where it's just like okay this because i can't think of any other word like this feels a like 
a little tense right now because it's like, no, we are on mission. <laughs> yeah, the tone. Yeah, they did do a good job with the tone as well of setting um, what you're supposed to be feeling in the different arcs. Because mm-hmm. like you said, there are different arcs. And it was kind of interesting because they even in the like you said, they are hiding a lot of stuff from Dutch. As soon as they find the initial evidence of something being bigger than what they thought it was, mm-hmm. they find the helicopter with the Green Berets that are supposedly supposed to be like just as elite as Dutch and his team. And Dutch is like, mm-hmm. why were they here? What took them down? Where are the tracks? What were they shooting at? And everyone's like, oh, uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> well, like, and that's the other thing where, like, there's there are tracks and stuff that like, um, Poncho is able to find. Like, he's like, yeah, there's stuff, but he's like, whatever this, they didn't do, whoever did this stuff to them is like, we don't know. And it's like, I don't know what the, the trailers for this movie was, but like looking at the like movie poster that they have here, it doesn't look like there's any aliens. And it's just like the fact that. So that would that, be even scarier. Yeah. It's just yeah. the fact that they find three de-skinned humans and their organs like thrown like somewhere else. Yeah, the practical effects were all, were all very good. Mm-hmm. I did yeah. like all the practical effects. Um, yeah, and so and then they just kind of travel through the forest, uh, and then I think I don't think there's really anything like pretty much. I think there's just kind of like internal arguments. You know what this actually kind of reminds me of? This is like a big Call of Cthulhu slash Delta Green mission. Okay. Because like, there's definitely like people that fail sanity checks, as you're saying, like. Max character is a good example of that where he goes permanently insane. Uh, His poor buddy. Yeah. Uh, and then just, I don't know, like, it probably be because I'm doing a lot of Call of Cthulhu. I'm just like, I can see this. Um, <laughs> a little bit more action-oriented. Probably and Paul yeah, Cthulhu. Even, even for them being the elite troops, they did do a lot of humanizing in them as well because... Mm-hmm. You know, they go in thinking it's one thing and then they're slowly finding out it's something they've never dealt with. They don't know what to do and they don't know where to go from there. And it's just a lot of, like you said, a lot of infighting because they don't know who to trust, what to trust, what's going on. And they are all just like, I don't want to die. <laughs> mm-hmm. Too bad. <laughs> yeah. The other thing I thought was really interesting is like, even before we see the Predator and his like, the, the CGI stuff that they do, like there's constant things where like, Pancho is uh for people who don't know the characters Pancho is the Native American who is like their scout. I think he was a Native American. I don't feel bad if he wasn't. <laughs> but uh he was pretty much going through and like he was their scout and he was able to like see the tracks and stuff. And there's like multiple times in the beginning where he's just like staring off into the distance and he's like and uh Dutch or Arnold comes up and he's just like, "Hey, uh what are you looking at?" and he's like, "Nothing." Mm-hmm. And then it's just like it does a slow like kind of zoom into the woods, and I don't know if you did what I did, but I'm like, okay, I know what effect I'm looking for. Where where is <laughs> where it? Is he? Where is he? And it, no, there's nothing I just, there. <laughs> I just let I just let it play. Yeah, I I can't help it. <laughs> um, yeah, the thing that you said that's interesting. So yeah, they do a lot of hints for the viewer to you know, like I said, like a thriller where it's you know something is coming to get them. When is it going to do it? How is it going to do it? What is it doing until it does it? Uh, it takes a long time for you to really piece together that it was just learning and observing so that it knew the plan of attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, one trivia thing I found says the predator has eight minutes of screen time. It feels in a total. lot more. <laughs> 
but it is interspersed like you have yes. like 10 seconds of the invisibility here you have 10 seconds of invisibility here well like blah, also blah, blah. in the middle of the jungle with that suit like totally makes sense <laughs> <laughs> yeah the actor for it um he was seven foot two the one yeah. that they finally got to cast for it and the other trivia i found is the director was like you you were in that like real heavy suit out in the jungle in this insane heat where everybody was already feeling bad without yeah. the suit on um and they let him be in a little clip on the rescue copter yeah he's a helicopter pilot mm-hmm but the sad thing is, I saw that he passed away very young. Yeah, he. I think he's in. I, I think he's in Predator Two. Yeah, but I don't think he was able to be in the rest of them. Yeah, because I, I think he died. I think it said like in his thirties. Like yeah, it said 30s. that he had a blood transfusion and had contracted HIV through that. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I guess moving forward from that, <laughs> um, <laughs> the. Let's talk about some one-liners in, in that fight. Uh, some of them were improv yeah. in the uh, guerrilla warfare. Apparently, the really famous uh, "stick around" <laughs> stick that around. was improv. Um, yeah, and then I think I liked the one-liner from I think it was Poncho and was it Billy? No, or um, um, I forget the name of the other guy. But when they were like shooting up above them, oh Blaine, Blaine. Oh no, yes. there is a Billy. Uh, Billy's the nerd. Billy's the. Oh. Billy's the one who keeps making uh, the jokes about his girlfriend. Yeah, I the, the, <laughs> I was glad he died early. Yeah. But I, I read that he died early because he's also a writer. So he was just like, I'm kind of just here to fill in the spot if you guys could like. <laughs> yeah. And Blaine is Jesse Ventura. Ventura, which the is... The wrestler. Ju- yeah. So he's I the forget one what the one-liner on was, the but it was like Poncho and him had some fun banner at the, at the camp. I forgot to write it down. Uh... I'll look in the quotes. Let's see if I can find it. Um, but, uh... Oh, the one line, I ain't got time to bleed. Yeah. <laughs> um, knock, knock. <laughs> and as Dutch just opens up the door and it's just... Mm-hmm. It's Kicks like, it. It's like, you gotta say something. Okay. <laughs> Oh, I forgot the other weird one-liner from the helicopter uh, scene that we didn't love is, this stuff will make you a goddamn sexual uh-huh, tyrannosaurus, yes. <laughs> just like me. The, I When he started to get homophobic, my brain kind of just turned off, but then I heard sexual tyrannosaurus. I was like, oh, I've heard that joke before. All right, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't see anything. I like how Major General Phillips has one one of the quotes my god <laughs> when he sees the explosion at the end yeah and they're uh, flying in for the rescue the get to the chopper is very famous uh i feel like there's a good dutch quote that we should save until the 1v1 arc when we discuss that mm-hmm. he has a lot of good quotes in the 1v1 um but yeah so i like the billy poncho stuff but i think that's more in arc two uh yeah like, the first one, I felt like the first story, like, kind of first beat was definitely, um, we are going to show you that this, this isn't some, like, pulled together hodgepodge team. Like, these guys trust each other, they're highly trained, and, like, you have, they, like, they took out a whole militia with no, like, no damage to themselves. Like, 
They, I mm-hmm. don't think like the, one guy got shot. I think, yeah, I think, but yeah. So like, I was trying to remember. I was like, I think one of them does get hurt, but it's like no one dies, and it's just like all the explosions. And like, I was sitting like one of the things. I'm like, as soon as I saw the gun, I'm like, okay, <laughs> just the way I was like, this is this is probably gonna be a woman. Oh, and look, they're keeping her. Um, <laughs> they got they reference putting a leash on her and they do a lot of keep her in yes. line keep her in control and then as i was sitting there watching it was like it's like yeah they're speaking her in spanish and i was like that's cool if she speaks english i'm gonna be pissed <laughs> yes yeah, so and i'm just like does. and then it's like she's well the thing that and this is i guess i'll save it when it gets to that part <laughs> um but uh but yeah like um the fact of just like one of the things I think that's like immediately stood out to me of like how well trained they were was the fact of like I think it was Mac and Poncho as they're going through the one area like they're about to go and then they stop like right in front of a claymore and like see it trapped and are like one second and they're just like within the course of like two minutes they already have it like down and not a threat and I'm like Mm-hmm. okay there's that and like and then just the all the explosions <laughs> lots of explosions i found the quote that i was looking for that's okay. in the first arc it's poncho and blaine poncho says you're hit man you're bleeding and blaine says the classically tough line i ain't got time to bleed and poncho goes okay and shoots like grenades up at the cliff above him and goes do you got time to duck and <laughs> you know explosions that one i thought was yes. funny too <laughs> Yeah, like it. As I said, like the the first part really felt like these guys are more than just people on a team. Like they, it really said it does set like up a, the tone at least that they they are hired for a reason. Yeah, and but like they're closer than just like a ran like a team. Like it feels like like kind of they feel like either like brothers or like a family. Kind of like the way they kind of treat and joke with each other. Like they're mm-hmm. on a, like a little. A, a countryside scroll, scroll, stroll, just shooting everything, and still have times to jokes with each yeah. other and check in on each other. Yeah. Um. Anything else from your notes for the first section? No, that that was kind of the main thing. Was just that. All right. So then, for the second section, the second section, I think, was personally my favorite part because mm-hmm. it's very much it leans into kind of a little bit of like. Uh, the edge of your seat where it's you're kind of discovering things as the crew is discovering it uh did you want to share your trivia fact about how the um, how they did the invisibility for the predator yeah so for anyone that does anything with a green screen you know that you have chroma key and uh you take your chroma key and that's and then you get rid of your green and if you're wearing green it also goes however they were in the forest a rainforest so there's already a lot of green and they were saying the sky like there's a lot of shots where you can see the sky and so they couldn't really do that either so what they did was they got a bright red suit and uh, which as they hear in the trivia thing was the farthest opposite i don't know why my oh there's people trying to contact me that's my phone turned back on (laughs) uh yeah so they have a bright red suit and uh when they removed it with a chroma key like they removed it and uh, and so they did that, and then they repeat it with a wire lens. And so with putting that together, it 
it allowed for the the cool optics yeah. of it because yeah because i think that they were going for like an invisibility blur kind of thing and mm. by using the wider lens with it it kind of makes the like it looks the same but it's just like off put it, and, yeah yeah around the where his body is and the other thing that i forgot to mention was the trivia i found about his heat vision where they said that they try to use an use an actual just straight up heat vision camera but like it doesn't film well by mm-hmm. doing that so what they did is they did normal footage in negative and then in post they took what they saw in heat vision and then laid the colors on top of the negative so that it came up very clear for film and create the same effect. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of neat like technical things that they do on mm-hmm. this this movie which is it's pretty neat. Yeah. Um but yeah, so then the second yeah. arc is them getting picked off one by one. A lot of the heat vision, a lot of the invisibility is used, a lot of gunfire is used. Uh, a lot of other good one-liners are used. Like, they, they do uh, a lot of, like, foreshadowing with saying, like, uh, the one character. I think it's Billy. They're like, Billy, why are you so scared? You're not scared of anything. And Billy's like, I'm not scared of any man. Mm-hmm. And whatever that is, is not any man I've run into. Yeah. And you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember if it's Billy or Poncho. Because, like, Poncho's, like, he's tuned into this thing at the start poncho is like aware of its presence but he doesn't know but it says Mm. yeah the quote i i have like an imdb quotes it says billy i'm scared poncho and poncho says bullshit you ain't afraid of no man and billy says there's something out there waiting for us and it ain't no man we're all gonna die yeah because it's they start finding more evidence that they're being hunted yeah, and then uh, eventually, I think after two of the guys die, Dutch comes to the conclusion, uh, it's like, he's hunting us, but he's mm-hmm. not just trying to kill us, because if he was trying to kill all of us, he would have killed Anna, but Anna hasn't held a weapon once, so he doesn't want her, he wants the rest Which of us. Which I thought that was that was interesting, like, just yeah. how she's like, I need to protect myself, and he's constantly like... Like this Kicking is more, guns out of her yeah, head. just like stop it. <laughs> Which, it's like I know you're afraid to die, but like you won't die if you listen to me. Yeah. Um, I think they did a good setup too of making Dutch like while Arnold is traditionally like big, big, big guy, uh, kind of goofy guy, kind of like muscle guy, mm-hmm. but they did make him seem very like smart in this movie and not in a way that like didn't make sense. It was all very like oh i saw him do this which means this which means this yeah yeah like he's it it shows like yes he's he is the the leader of this troop for a reason mm-hmm. um yeah so then were there any of the particular deaths that you really enjoyed in the middle section um the boar <laughs> <laughs> poor piggy <laughs> um i I think Mac is the most memorable for me. Cause his his was, uh, like you said, it was the spiral into losing all of his san- sanity and, like, failing his san- uh, sanity checks. Yeah, it's... Uh, Poetic in a way for him trying to redeem his friend. Yeah, and it's like, it makes sense. But, okay, so actually, I wrote a question here. I, I, I came up with, actually, two questions. Since... <gasps> Look at you. So... um. One of these would come in a little bit later, but since we're talking about um, uh, Mac, Mac's spot, Mac is going, and Dylan, at this point, he's, like, 
fed up and he's like, I'm going to go after this predator as well. Yeah, he wants to redeem himself after uh, mm. Dutch is like, you're an a-hole and you used us and you said mean things. Blah, 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 blah. So do you <laughs> think, because at this point, I think there's a conversation between Arnold and, and Anna, uh, Dutch and Anna, like probably five minutes in movie time right before they split off. Where he's uh-huh. like, "Don't take the gun. You're like you. You haven't held a gun. You haven't held a gun. So sh- he's not going to hunt you." Do you think because Dylan was like at this point confirmed, used, and betrayed them, the reason he gave him a second gun was to make sure that this thing was going to go after him? Maybe, but also mm-hmm. Dylan was doing the self-sacrificial, let me redeem myself, let me save, um, I forget who he said he was going to go back and Mac, get, because... Mac was the, this is when oh, Mac okay. breaks off. Because Poncho got hit with a log, right? So they had to help walk Poncho back. No. Anna and Dutch. Not not Poncho, um, uh, I think it was, no, because, uh... Jesse Ventura died already. Yeah, so that's why I thought it was no, because no, because Pancho stays behind. He stays on the log to one v one the predator with a machete. Um, who was it? Oh, who got hit by it then when it swung? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Maybe it was Jesse Ventura's character. No, I thought he no, died yeah. pretty because the first one to die was Je- uh, Hawkins with the glasses. Yes. Then the second one was Oh no, this this was Billy that that was Billy. Billy's the one that gets hit, I think. Really? Because I thought it was a smaller guy that they were walking back because it was yeah. enough that Anna could help carry him, but Jesse's character and Billy were really big, right? Or Blaine and Billy are both very big characters. I thought it was Hmm. Oh, I'm getting them mixed up. Yeah, Billy, who I keep saying is Billy, is who I keep thinking Poncho is. Oh, <laughs> that, okay. That's that is that is yeah, my fault. Yeah. Uh, the the only way I could tell Billy and Blaine apart was one their voices and two, uh, one of yes. them has a dimple like a dimple in their chin. Yes. Okay. No, that's I. I'm looking at current headshots and I'm getting. Oh yeah. I'm getting. <laughs> I'm getting them mixed up. Um. Yes. So let me rephrase that. Billy's the one that keeps looking into the woods and seeing the predator. Is he the? And he's the one with the quote like, "Oh, I'm scared." Right? That yes. I said. Yes. That that makes a lot more sense now in my head because <laughs> I thought. And I think Billy has like the bandana and like the black hair or something like that. Yeah, he's. Yeah, he. Yes. Yeah. So Billy is definitely the one. Yes. Yeah. I mean, Punch is the one that gets hit. Yeah, so it's Poncho and Anna, like, and Dutch is like, you get Poncho back. I'm going to go, like, check up what's going on. Yeah, anyway. So, yeah, there's a lot of party splitting, which doesn't seem like the move when you're getting hunted. But, you know, each their own. But, yeah, so mm-hmm. Mac is trying to avenge his friend. Yeah, so maybe he did get do it um, for that. I didn't think too much into it, mo- more so because... I don't think it's worth it to get Dylan specifically killed, because... The only advantage they had in the beginning were numbers. Mm-hmm. And because of their numbers was the only way that Anna could discover that it had the this green blood. Yeah. Which I, I thought that was pretty neat. Like, even though her whole thing, I was like, why are you even here? Like, her character had worth, it felt like. I mean, she was supposed to be smart. Yeah. And she had the uh, old wives' tales to kind of, like, mm-hmm. help give context of this thing has maybe been here before. Yeah. And the, 
And so actually this bring kind of, I guess, context for the other question I had was mm-hmm. they, they, this whole point, like before Mac kind of goes off to get revenge and everything, they set up like the, they just trap this clearing, which it's like, which I think is interesting. One that it works. Mm-hmm. Um, where it's just, uh, and, uh, it's like, man, it was like, if if Arnold wasn't the one that stepped out of there, that character was going to be dead. Arnold had plot <laughs> armor. But before that, before they set up this whole thing, like, Dutch and Dylan are arguing with each other that, no, we only have to make 10 miles to get to the, to the helicopter. Well, mm-hmm. Dutch is like, no, we need to make a stand. Which camp would you fall into? Uh, I probably would have fallen in the camp of making a stand because even if we got to the helicopter point, there was evidence that the last helicopter kind of like got completely wrecked and destroyed and they couldn't protect themselves. So even if you got to the helicopter point, you could have just killed more people versus Mm. trying to take down whatever the actual threat was. Yeah, it it also it feels like with um, Dutch and Dylan coming from two different points where Dutch is like, we can stop it here. Like, we... I, I got my answers. Yeah. While mm-hmm. Dylan's like, I need to get out of here and get this information back to the CIA or whatever mm-hmm. group he's with. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Those are my the two questions I was thinking of. I was like, yeah, it might be a little bit interesting. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Well, yeah, and then it was like... I feel like what a lot of movies today where it's just like, well, here's the scene with the scantily clad women in that movie in the predators. Like here's the scene with bulging muscle men for the, for about five minutes. And it's just like, and then Arnold's like, stop complaining and help. It's like, here's another one. <laughs> yeah. I like at one point I swear I blinked and all their shirts were off. And I was like, where did yeah. their shirts go? <laughs> it was just like, and Dylan's just like, I don't even want to do this. We gotta leave. And he's just like, Well, stop complaining and help, and maybe we can get done this quicker. And we can go to the airplane. He's like, Okay. And then I was like, <laughs> in my head, like the I forget which sitcom it is, but it's just like as they're all like kind of like pulling up the log and sending things. I'm just like, Everywhere you look, everywhere you go. <laughs> I was like, expecting you to say like the Benny Hill montage music. Oh, uh, that would work too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. Oh, I uh, mentioned the green blood that does happen in like this arc of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I saw in trivia, apparently they wanted the blood to be orange. I guess to like feel more alien and weird. But they said it looked really bad on camera with everything considered. Mm-hmm. So then they went and got um, some glow sticks and KY jelly and mixed them together to make <laughs> the blood. Yeah, I-, I think this is also a very another interesting part. Like when you find out that the predator could get injured. Mm-hmm. And it's different. The line, if it bleeds, it, yeah, can, it bleeds. Uh, we can kill it. Yeah, um, there's that. But it, it's just, uh, it's just. I think it's interesting where it's just like that. The blood part of it just feeds so much into it. Where it's just like this is where Anna like kind of 
actually so she can speak English and then magically <laughs> is able to explain the situation way better than she could in her own native tongue. Oh, that annoyed me. It's just like the forest, it, it the forest is moving or, or whatever she says. And that's all they can get. The forest get. is coming alive. Yeah. yeah. And then she speaks English and it's just like, you, I have this whole story you, about the butcher. Yeah. You couldn't have said this. Like, I know you wanted to escape, but that's like for real well, actually that that's another good point where it's just like the whole reason a predator starts the first or finds not finds him but like has the first kill is because Anna's trying to escape and then it's after that point because she is like face first with like um the Hawkins dying pretty mm-hmm. much that uh she's like I'm done and then like that's also, because yeah, they try to blame her at first, yeah. but well, then they were like, "She didn't, he didn't die to guns." He, <laughs> yeah. Well, like Dylan's like, yeah, and like a few other people, and then that's when Dutch is just like, "No, like literally, look at her. She is terrified out of her mind. She, she would have run away." Yeah, like, and that's when like she, he cuts her loose, and she's just like, "I'm gonna stay now. <laughs> um, <laughs> no more kidnap. I'm too scared." Yeah, totally understandable. <laughs> um but yeah it's uh it was just uh i think it was just a, an interesting thing where like she's the only one that saw the blood and then and like, she kind of starts piecing uh some stuff together about like mm-hmm. uh she mentions a chameleon and dylan's like you told me a goddamn lizard has yep. killed my the crew and she's like no i'm not saying it is a lizard <laughs> no we got rid of that art <laughs> we got rid of that costume um yeah but yeah, and then in this part is when we really get introduced to a lot of the cool vocal effects that the Predator has. Um, mm-hmm. And um, when I looked into it, apparently uh, the voice person who does the voice for the Predator is the same person who did the voice for Optimus Prime, Eeyore, uh, the little cute gremlin in Gremlins, the movie, <laughs> and King Kong. And the there are a couple of reasons he ended up using the noises he did. He said when he fir- uh, first saw the character art and the way that the mandibles were he said it reminded him of when he saw a horseshoe crab flipped over and dying and it made a lot of gurgling noises so he kind of took inspiration from that and then he ended up doing a lot of clicking because uh after the king kong movie he had injured uh his um i don't know if it was his vocal cord specifically but he was coughing up blood a lot so by doing the clicking noises it made it easier on his voice and he didn't have to keep expending that mm-hmm yeah it's, voice acting is so cool that i think i'm glad that now people are like no it's it's really important <laughs> to take care of your voice to take, take care, care of your voice but yeah. then like just having like just people coming in like as voice actors or i feel like they're starting to become a little bit more recognized yeah it's funny playing video games back in the day where uh people were like oh i think you have a cool voice you should act for us and then you listen you're like they're not an actor <laughs> they have a cool voice but they're not an actor yeah and now it's like where there's so much more animation stuff coming out with like cgi kind of going quicker mm-hmm. and a lot more overseas animation coming coming over it's like yeah there's no it's kind of hard to do that now especially with how seeing how video games are made now where they're like they're literally just acting but just having Mo-capping. a digital yeah. skin um 
Yeah, so I'm trying to think if there's anything else in this chunk. Like, Aaron kind of gets destroyed. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it had some pretty tense moments. And a lot of this kind of did serve to kind of teach the Dutch about kind of what it's capable of, what it's looking for, what it's doing. Because in the very beginning, it's kind of just vague. You just kind of, like, swap mm. between weird camera angles, which I appreciate. I like the weird camera angles. But they go from, like, weird camera angles from above the party to back to the party and back and forth. And now, as a viewer, you're like, oh, the pre- uh, they connect um, because they booby-trapped everything. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, oh, they didn't trip any of the wires. How's that possible? And they're like, there's trees everywhere. <laughs> it's in the trees. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It, it was just, it was fun, like, mm-hmm. seeing them find out the information. Yeah. Rather than it's just, like, it feels a lot more natural, like, for them, the way they found out the information, rather than, like, what is going on and then like hi someone has a revelation yeah Yeah. or it's just like or like i could see it's just like this one anna all of of a sudden gets her magical uh english i remember i read about this in a book one time i'm pepperidge farms i remember um (laughs) i remember when let's see there's something else that i i wrote for this section and I, i can't find what i wrote but in short, I thought it was interesting, and you kind of hit on it, was, like, the the whole time of their perspective of running through the... Like, okay, how do you make walking through the forest tense? You go and keep switching back and forth between the thing that's hunting them, because at this point, like, the predator... The hunt actually begins. Yeah, the yeah. hunt begins, and we haven't seen it yet. Like, mm-hmm. we've seen, like, I think the the effect and, like, what it can do. Like, it isn't until, like, way later that you find out it has a stinking shoulder laser cannon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's because Mac is, like, crawling through the log because he thinks he can sneak up on it. Yeah. And then he um his he sees the three dots. Mm-hmm. And then his brain explodes. Yeah. Like, I think there's there's uh, signs of it later, like, being used. Um, but, yeah, it's, like, at this point where I think it's very interesting... Because a lot of, I feel like a lot of aliens that that come in, like they're one of two sides. They're either super bestial and they're like all instinct hunting, going and getting the prey, or they're invading, speak English, or like they're just so imposing where it's just like, what is going on? But they're allergic to germs. Yeah, there's that, and but like I was just thinking of like. <laughs> I don't know, just kind of the ones that kind of can speak English and like taking over, like they're they're super intelligent and stuff, but like it's they they feel more like campy, I guess. Speaking about that, yeah. there's like a game coming out where you fight gray gray heads. I think that's what they're called, the like gray aliens with the big heads. Hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say I think the Friday the Thirteenth guy has plans to make a Predator movie in the same style or Predator, Predator game, game. Sorry, I think it would that it would work. Uh, yeah. Ooh. I got a sweaty pit. Anyway. <laughs> um, so then on to the final arc. Oh, well, there's there one other thing I was going to say, and then I, I forgot it. But uh, what were you, uh, you said the tension, moving back and forth, uh, laser cannon. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, just like kind of how these two things, I feel like the Predator is like a good middle ground where it's just like, he and I, I think we he's also learning about them yes as they're learning about him he i don't think he's bestial but he's not like super like he is very intelligent 
because it like there's parts where he just starts m- like mimicking their voice. Yeah, he's like practicing. Yeah, and uh and just like hunting and uh I guess this goes more into the last last part, but it's just I I think the thing I just find it interesting where is like he got shot and it's not like he's the super intelligent like alien force where it's just like he can just either heal automatically or just kind of oh and he's not so bestial where it's just it doesn't matter it's not stopping like he got shot and he's just like okay i'm out i'm gonna take care of this and then i'm going to destroy you guys yeah and then he feels pain because he does uh react to having to inject himself to help deal with the bullet wound yeah it's like it feels of like it's a bit grounded yeah grounded but like it feels like it's it, it doesn't feel like where this last part that we're going into, where uh, D- Dutch versus, which is funny, they don't call it the Predator during the whole movie. Uh, it doesn't have a name, yeah. Yeah, I don't. It do actually they name it. Do they? It actually had a different name for the movie. I learned they wanted oh. to call it Hunter, but another movie in like the same year or two also came out named Hunter. Ah. I wonder if they're gonna give it a name in the second one, but um. But anyway, it's, uh, like, from everything we learned from this, like, it it doesn't feel like it's a stretch of the imagination that this fight, with both of them learning all the information that they do with each other, that it, it seems super far out of reason. Oh, yeah, it does feel like an, there is actual tension there, because you can't tell who has the upper hand. It mm-hmm. seems obvious, but then as things disclose, you find, like, the tables shift a bit mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah so let's move into the third so, part because i just realized I saw the, how long we've been talking yeah it'll be a longer up but we also well i rambled on <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, so there, then uh, there's one thing before like right before we go in there and it's real short that i was like how like he's just like anna go to this go to this area there's a chopper waiting there they know why they went in the forest the major was there how the heck is he letting Anna onto that <laughs> to that uh, helicopter? Uh, so from my guess, I've seen some like videos of some forms of rescue. I can't say that this is how they would do it. Woman or if it's, plot like, perfect. armor. Uh, no, <laughs> they don't. They don't land. They drop ropes. Oh, so and she, then the per- she predator climbed up. <laughs> well, like they they'll drop a rope and then pull. Uh, yeah. So no, then they hold on. Well, no, like no, I was more like they. They know why they went in there, and only one group of people knows where that chopper's going to be. They're just going to let one random random woman who's just running up to them with blood I all thought over they said her? That, I thought in the beginning they said that the, it was a hostage situation, because that they said that they were getting... Oh, yeah, I guess they Dutch do, con- says, yeah, they do contact yeah. them. Yeah, I forgot about that. I, it was just, at that point, there was just so much going on that I forgot there is... Kind of, I forgot there that is they contact them. But I, it was like yeah. one of those things, I'm just like... Still, she's running up with, like, covered in blood and dirt and just, like, probably, like, just freaked out of her oh, mind. Yeah. <laughs> and realized, hey, hey, she can speak English. <laughs> sometimes. Only when it's plot <laughs> when relevant. It but, uh, yes, oh. final fart. He goes down a slide and then lands in mud, and now he's like, <gasps> camo. Good summary. Yeah, that's the the table that has turned for Dutch to be able to have a fighting chance, really, against it. Because, um, yeah, I don't think at any point at all the team is even hinted at the idea of heat vision. They just go, 
it, it can hear us in the woods. Ah. Well, like at that point, they have no reason to believe that they're that it can see them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause they just like there's there's no they haven't run into anything that would show that the the predator could see any differently. Yeah, and it is interesting in the scene where they show us what the heat vision is like and it can't see uh, Dutch and then it shoots at like an animal kind of in a log yeah. and then Dutch's eyes go It's like oh it's like oh my gosh. Oh he's <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> So yes. And then really long montage of him setting up the next set of booby traps. Yeah. So they, they it, were really cool traps, but I yeah. was just like, "Oh, this has been 15 minutes of them panning back and forth of him doing things." Yeah, it, and it's like, what was the what was the predator even doing? He's like, "Well, I was an animal. Okay, I'm gonna go off right now. <laughs> I'm gonna go take a nap." I guess he might have because it, I think at that point his his um cloaking, he was malfunctioning. Yeah, yeah. like so, it, I guess it would have made sense for him to go fix the stuff. Um, but yeah, and then it's. It's the fight between the two, which I think it's interesting, like, even while it's going on, like, it's still showing, like, how much of a tech advantage the Predator has, where mm-hmm. it's like, he throws a rock, and then he shoots where the where he hears the noise, and then his computer is like, wait a second, that rock fell at a certain angle, and then, like, reverse maths where the rock was thrown, and shoots where Dutch is hiding, Mm-hmm. And it has a lot of like auto aim, like mm-hmm. for the compared to what we can see now in our time in the 2020s, seeing what auto aim looks like in video games versus the auto aim that is like, <laughs> uh, it's very interesting to see the difference. But I know, yeah, yeah. Arnold is basically running around uh, with his fists and a bow and a trap and a plan and the alien is like, I have auto aiming lasers and guns and shoulder gun and <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and he, he, he only has the yeah. shoulder gun. He, do- that's, he doesn't have I, a- No, I thought he has the shoulder gun and then he, his laser is the thing that's next to his eye. Because remember it has the three dots yeah, but on the, the Mac. But the laser, that's I think that's just a targeting thing. Oh, I thought he used that to like you shoot a shotgun type thing. Because he also has a laser. Because doesn't he use a laser to shoot at Poncho? Because he like remember he has like the skulls at the end for all his trophies, and yeah. like Poncho's is like a big laser wound through the skull. I'm, I'm getting slightly. I know for me, I'm getting a little bit confused because I know in other iterations of the Predator, he has more. He like he has other tools. Okay, because I know in this one they show he has the claws. Yeah, because he does get into like the choke match with Arn uh, with Dutch. Uh, he has the shoulder gun, and then he has the thing above his eye. That could just be an aiming thing. I thought I it, thought I, it was a laser too. I thought it was an aiming thing, but I I could be wrong. Like because I know in other later movies he has like a spear, pretty much, or like a javelin kind of thing. Or okay. that could be just in the video games. <laughs> so, it could be just in video game but, versions, uh, yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's uh, still, it's tech versus jungle. <laughs> yeah. Nature. Um, yeah, I did very much enjoy the part where Arnold, uh, keep saying Arnold, Dutch is trying to trick him into falling for the trap. Uh-huh. Like, Come on. Dutch is like cornered. <laughs> kill me, kill me. You want to do it? You want to do it? And he bumps his head and that's the only way he knows. Because <laughs> he, he's about to do it and he's just like, Whoop. Which, and then he's like investigating everything around him and goes, this is a trap. 
And then Dutch is like, oh, what do I, what do I do? What do I? <laughs> and then it really begs the question is like, how, how, how was that log trap really, like how good was that actually set up? Because that, that didn't land where he was hoping it was going to land. No, but it did. Uh, got the job done. It got the job done. Lots of green goo. And then he uh, he starts laughing maniacally. And you're like, what's he got up his sleeve? Yeah, and then he talks. Everyone talks English, the universal language. Well, at least for the Predator. Yeah, they showed him learning. practicing, picking up phrases and using it. Yeah. But yeah, he starts maniacally laughing. And up his sleeve is self-detonation. Mm-hmm. Um, Slow-mo run from action movie. <laughs> the... Oh, what was it? There was something about that that I think I remember reading. I'm seeing. If I'm in the. I'm also in the IMDb stuff looking. Um, oh, the important part of part three is the first time you actually see what the predator looks yes. like because he's been wearing a helmet the rest of the movie. Yeah, because like, so I think that's also interesting because at that point, like, it feels like this is more than just hunting. Like at this part, it feels like the predator looks at Dutch as like. No, you're you're worthy. Where I'm, I'm not gonna hunt you with the tech. This is going to be. We're gonna one v one. Yeah, like mano e mano. Yeah, like hand to hand. Well, combat. I guess he's not a man, mm-hmm. but <laughs> what what <laughs> is a man? HP but man. A, what is a man? But a pile of I can't remember the Dracula line. Uh, <laughs> of miserable secrets or something. <laughs> um, I wish I could remember what it was. There, there was something I remember reading, and now I can't find it. And I don't remember what it was, but there was something with the, the, uh, with the predator. But um, yeah, I okay. Where were we? Yeah, it was yeah. So, but like one thing I thought was just interesting, where it's just like it went from that, it became less of okay less of i'm hunting you down and this is like no this is like for honor now to like yeah it was it was kind of like the when you think of like a hero's tale this is like the triumphant part where he's like i figured out what i need to do i will avenge my friends i will go down a hero it also turns out that the predator is super petty because he's like i lost i'm gonna blow you up now (laughs) oh i don't lose we all lose (laughs) which to be fair i can relate (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna bring you down with it's like me. if i'm going down you're coming down with me which yeah, is why I'm... i don't get invited to play a lot of minecraft games <laughs> <laughs> yeah so Ooh, sorry out of the three parts what order would you put them in as far as how much you enjoyed each art uh two three one yep same easy we'll do fine in our final episode of listing yep. everything mm-hmm. and then uh i had a lot of fun watching this uh, I would I could have gone without like I said kind of like the first arc but otherwise I think it was pretty decently told apparently the critics were like there's no plot and I was like there didn't need to be one that's not the point of the movie like yeah. it didn't need it it wasn't trying to tell us anything it was a fun adventure yeah I I feel like like the yeah, the the very first part, like where like them in the helicopter, where it's very much like here's the rest of the troop and blah 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 and all that stuff. Um, I think, like I think each part does show its importance of like this is why this group of like these guys are highly trained people that are going to situations that they're used to, and it's just like look at them, they are like rock stars at what they do. As mm-hmm. they get picked off one by one, 
like and not like the first one i think is by himself pretty much but for the most part like there's some where they get picked off while they're in the group and it's just yeah like like poncho gets headshot like a very precise shot to the head while i mm -hmm. think it was dutch was like trying to help uh help walk him and and billy is like what (laughs) and billy's just like i'm gonna fight you with this machete and it's just like yeah, he cuts no. his chest and then immediately dies. Yeah. And we're like, okay. Well, like, I, I don't know what the whole point of cut your chest was, but it cool. Um, Good for you. But, uh, but yeah, like the, but then like the them the transition from like okay we need to end the mission and leave to we're being hunted is a very interesting shift to the to the end. Uh, yeah, because they were super confident and yeah. like easy peasy. We've done this before. Check all the boxes to being like panicking. Yes, yeah. fail their sanity checks. Um, have sanity breaks. Going insane. <laughs> um, the okay, the the last scene though of the third part I thought was very interesting. Where it's just like the explosion happened. Arnold gets away from it, and then they're like, instead of Arnold going or Dutch going to where like the predetermined place was. Um, we have the helicopter fly around, and there he is, just action posing in the ashes, just like I did this. I'm, a, I'm so tired. I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a good action pose, though. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, it's I. I could see why this at least got the second one. Yeah, I can see why people would demand to see what happens next. But and, overall. Uh, the next thing I was going to ask you is where, how much fun do you would you say you had watching this? Um, I I think I had some. I think it was pretty decent fun. Like, um, I at the beginning, like I, the I think the parts where I didn't have fun was me just trying to turn up my computer, trying to hear what they were saying, or stuff. But like, I think, yeah, about an average amount of fun. Um, I. As soon as they kind of got past the whole helicopter bit and like kind of a few of like, like is it's not I know some people like if like older people that means like oh these young millennials can't handle a joke I'm like dude I don't even laugh at jokes that are like like even like against like people's like spouses and stuff that aren't even anywhere close to that i just don't find that humor funny yeah i mean like it's not even humorous in the grand scope of things it's just um it's just cheap and it's like i I don't see the point of it like Mm -hmm. what is like oh is he the pervert because there's other ways you can show that that like like it still wouldn't be great yeah, the thing that I like to listen to is the advice I've uh, heard some stand-up comedians say when it comes to comedy is always punch up. Mm-hmm. Everyone can agree to like laugh at someone that's like on their high horse and needs to be taken down a notch. Don't just punch at groups of people or people below you because like, what are you really doing? You're just proving that you're a bully. Because mm-hmm. like, it's like, oh, everyone's allowed to like comment on Elon Musk being a scummy guy. It's like, yeah, because he has so much money, but he somehow has immunity from everything. Like <laughs> versus like, why can't I be mean to the little guy? It's like the little guy didn't do anything inherently evil. I, I want to get to that point. I want people to make jokes about me and I want to watch it. You want your own roast? Yeah. Well, like, but I don't want to be invited. I just want to have, oh. <laughs> like, I want the Elon Musk roast. Or it's just like okay. If you Google your name, you'll be like, "Hmm, that's what well, they say well, about me now." Well, to be fair, I Google, if I Google my name, uh, I don't show up. I have like, 
um, this. Oh, I'm trying to remember. I think it's like a black football coach from the South. <laughs> I think I had like a gymnast at one point. Yeah. But that was years ago. So it's probably like they probably aren't still practicing. Now, gymnasts. if I if I Google my username, I am the first like three pages. <laughs> S-E-O. S-E-O. Um, but yeah, it's but, uh, I, I, how about yourself? What? I would say I had fun. Like I said, like. You know, it's the usual, like, of the times kind of thing. Because I also watched Total Recall with Arnold. And I did like that version of Total Mm. Recall because it was just very fun. But some things, like, it's just, like, you have to push to, like, the other side. And But it's interesting because I was watching some YouTube videos of, like, uh, I forget the name of the account. But it's, like, someone that dubs things to kind of, like, make commercials funnier. But then they use a lot of this, like, lowbrow humor. And I was like, what year did that come out? And it said it was only five years ago. I was like five years ago and they were making like racist commentary based on like these dubbed commercials i'm not a fan mm-hmm. uh but otherwise yeah like all in all for what it is i went in thinking this was going to be like a movie by men for men and it basically it really is at the end of the day mm-hmm. a lot of it is but the writing was better than i had expected in terms of human emotion and moving the uh tenseness uh kind of decently throughout the movie like when you finally first get the bit's attention it still carries out nicely and then it kind of culminates into a oh okay this is when it's all clicking kind of moment uh, so i i was listening i was trying to find out when total recall came out <laughs> i think it was, it, i thought it was the 90s it's 1990s i because this is a very early predator Predator is an early movie. Um, I think the Commando is another is earlier than that. Because so I remember yeah, Total Recall is exactly nineteen. Yeah, nineteen. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, brain. Um, but uh, I remember I was watching like an interview uh, with with Arnold, and he was saying that um, he was first brought over because he was just jacked and he looked good. And so that's what he was doing. And then uh, it wasn't... Yeah, like Terminator kind of. Well, it wasn't until Conan where Conan, he finally got a line, which is just like the famous Conan line, which if I can find it real quick. I have actually watched that, but I don't really remember it very well. Yeah, Yeah, he was like very famously Mr. Universe and yeah. Yeah. Oh, I... 19 to 82. Yeah, I... Code of the Barbarian, where he punches a camel <laughs> and throws a woman in a fire. Yeah, I'm trying to. I, I can't find the <laughs> line, but yeah, it's just there's that. Like he has a little mini monologue, which is like he's like that was like the first thing that it was ever said was spoken, and then it might have been Conan the Destroyer, and then in Terminator he doesn't say anything at all, pretty much. But then like in Commando, he's, I will be back. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. And then it's like Commando is where it's just like when he started actually getting the English language down. Full lines. Yeah, yeah, like where he was starting to get like lines. And then Predator, like he he doesn't have a huge dialogue, but it's just But he is the main he's character. He's the main character and there's there's just not a lot of talking in there. But it's just He has the most lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like what's also interesting is that the running man came out the same year. Is it running man hold on, let me make sure this No, that came out in eighty seven. Yeah, so did Predator. Was oh I thought Predator was eighty four for some reason oh, okay no Terminator was eighty four Terminator was eighty four okay. 
The Running Man. Okay, I had to make sure which movie it was. Uh, I haven't watched it in a while, but I did like The Running Man. Uh, I like the concept of it. And, uh, oh god they said in the year 2019 the world economy has collapsed <laughs> in, the running, in the running man yeah. <laughs> we're getting there we're, hey we, we're getting we're there fe- just a few years late um but like he has a lot of lines in there but it's kind of the same level as predator but twins he hit that's like a major speaking role total recall kindergarten was twins cop. his first comedy i think so but i'm not because kindergarten cop is also a comedy yeah right? kindergarten cop same year as total recall oh uh twins came out in 88 um but uh yeah he uh like between the two it's just like it's just interesting seeing how many more like as he got more of a mastery of english and just was able to speak like just how much more like his speaking roles went up where i think Mm -hmm. it's a thing is interesting where he just he wasn't like yes he was typecast as the big muscle man but it wasn't like he didn't stay in that role yeah um but yeah the but no predator fun uh next week predator 2 um electric boogaloo yeah concrete jungle actually that's a predator video game i take that back (laughs) but yeah so uh for anyone that listened this far uh, i know it's been a while since we've had these longer form episodes uh but we appreciate it we would doubly appreciate it if you leave us any ratings or reviews on your preferred podcast listening to service and we would triply triply appreciate it if you interacted with us at all we are you can find us at twitter.com slash pointless disco we also have various other social media we make content on you can find the links below and quadruply if you share us with a friend enemy lover friends to lovers enemies to lovers uh co-worker oh. boss uh employee um personal assistant if you're that kind of person in your life and teach me how to get to that point in my life Hey, if you have an intern, make a part of their internship to listen intern. to all uh, 120 some episodes. People that work at your favorite restaurant. I don't know. But yes, uh, we would always appreciate it. The guys um, from What We Do in the Shadow. You can listen to it too. We should. Yes. Re- we should also watch that. I'll probably watch that new season. Yeah, soon. I. that's on my list. I'm waiting for more episodes to come out. That's fair. But yeah, anything else you want to say to the people before we wrap it up? Um, hi. <laughs> I didn't have to be rebelling. I just wanted to say hello. Okay. Oh. Uh, no, that was it. Uh, bye. <laughs>